Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Man, doing good, doing good. Man, you're a little quiet today, and I'm not understanding why. I mean, you got that, you got a little tone low. I'm I'm excited <laughs> right now. I've been following these stories, I've been following these posts about you down there in Florida. And man, I, I'm telling you, I've been waiting on this all week. I want to hear all the stories. This has definitely got to be where we start, dude. I'm I'm freaking stoked for this. So, man, break break it down for me. I want to hear this. Well, for one, um, my management team, they was, uh, they've been doing really well for me. Uh, first round management, been helping out really well. Uh, Ray Horner, he's my agent. Uh, he's been really good for me, man. And, uh, the last few, um, the, right after my fight, you know, we've been talking, you know, they just wanted me to get a chance and get an opportunity to go and cross train, to go and, uh, meet with some other, uh, other guys. And so, you know, I, obviously with first round management being here in Miami, Florida, you know, I thought, oh, okay, well, hey, you know, I'm, I'm always open to cross train. I'm always open to go to another gym and, you know, try to utilize my techniques and skills and horn them and get them better. So, um, I was, I mean, he was talking, we was talking, looking at different gyms, Sanford, MMA, uh, ATT, um, you know, and, and those are really good gyms. It's just different gyms that would fit for me. And Ray put pointed out Fusion XL here in Ocola, Florida. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll see, you know, and I looked well, it what up. What was the draw? What was the draw to them? I mean, what, what, what do they got going on there? Um, so he he told me about them a lot because they have a lot of high level guys. He said Julian is a really Julian Williams. Um, Julian Williams is a really good MMA coach. Um, he's really good in his striking. He's really good in his boxing. In his he's a black belt in jujitsu and he's freaking good. And uh, he's really good at grappling overall. And uh, Julian is twelve and one as a pro, wow. and uh, he's thirty nine years old and he's beaten some of the like top guys. And he, you know, I was I had opportunity to talk to him. You know, he's actually he since he became he became older. I mean, he he actually declined his offer to go to the UFC um, with a twelve one record. And he actually has a lot of respect from a lot of top tier guys. Like a lot of top tier guys know him. That's the reason why so many guys go to his gym. Mm-hmm. You know, he uh, you know cakewalk, and uh, it's, it's fun. So thing is like as i've gotten more into the mma game i know about a lot of all all types of these guys so you know i was like, okay julian williams they told me you know like guys like leota machita trains there and uh jacare souza and mike perry and phil Rowe and um dude uh and uh mike beastie boy evans top tier 145 rodolfo vieira um it's just been some killers in that gym so I'm like, okay, you know, no problem, you know. I was like, look, just let me know when, because, like I say, I'm a full-time fighter. That's all I do. I don't do nothing mm-hmm. else. So let me know when. I can go next week. And that's exactly what happened. I came literally the next week. Next week. Um, so um, it was on a Monday, you know, um, really thankful. They helped me out. They got me a place to stay. They got me a, a ride there back into the gym. Uh, they paid for everything for me. They've been really helpful for me. So um, 
uh, really big time thanks to first round for that. And um, uh, what I was going to say, freight forgot. Oh, so uh, I get to the gym on Monday, uh-huh. you know, walking in, you know, looking around, you know, talk to Julian, you know, he was like, you know, what's your background? What you do? You know, first guy I see is Phil Rowe. And then boom, out of nowhere, somebody, Mike Perry walks in. And I'm like, what in the world? So, <laughs> yeah, already. So I'm sitting in there and there's like, uh, this gym is inside of a mall. Really? So, yes. Okay. So, that's man, you got these type of high level guys. You walk in, you walk in, you take a left, you walk down a few, uh, a few feet and then boom, you turn in and you see a freaking MMA gym. You're like, what the freak? Mm-hmm. All these killers in here you know yeah. so um we never if, we never suspect that no you would not no you would not and um it, it was good uh monday i just did a little grappling um little grappling session just moved around so on tuesday um i i, I come in and julian was like uh hey Hey, I, I want you to. So it was Muay Thai. Supposed to be Muay Thai class, but they they were having Muay Thai class. So instead of me doing, um, I was getting ready to do Muay Thai class, and Julian comes to me. Hey, hey, Rodolfo Vieira, he's he's in here. Hey, uh, and I'm sitting here like, who? Like Rodolfo Vieira. So in the BJJ world, a lot of people know him. He's mm-hmm. big time. So he's a ten time world champion. Uh, he's literally amongst the best in the world in jujitsu. It really is just crazy. But he's also a UFC fighter at 185. So I'm sitting here like, uh, uh, what? And he's like, yeah. so he comes in the cage. So I was in there like first day, first full day. I had I was in there doing like one-on-one drills with Rodolfo. So I'm like, okay, you know, like this, this is going great. And then we did a little live stuff and um what what was what was funny is like when we were doing a little live stuff, uh, you know, Rodolfo, um, he got a, he was a little surprised on like how explosive I was. Okay. And so so was Julian. Um, he was like, Man, you're really explosive. And then they seen a few of my uh little, um, you know, high crotches and double A, you know, the the ones that get guys in the air. Oh yeah. Tell- we we know that oh. air air finny stuff, right? Right. <laughs> I always tell people that's actually not my intentions. It's just because of my hips. I do that with my hips, and they uh-huh. just come. But he and, and it was funny because Rodolfo, you know, his, he's Brazilian, so he speaks. He barely he can speak English well, but yeah. you know, a little bit like he makes me feel like I'm uh, one forty five. You know, Rodolfo's <laughs> 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 a big son of a gun too. So. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it was fun and um, you know Julian was like man you're really supposed to like you're a really good wrestler yeah. and uh, uh, throughout Tuesday you know I'm grappling with everybody um, then I get an opportunity to go against uh, uh, Rodolfo and then I go against Phil Rowe you know Phil Rowe is about like six three um, out when he's outside of fight can be fights at seventy but he walks around at least one ninety five two hundred yeah. uh, he's a big boy and um, you know, so me and him were grappling, we doing MMA grappling, and um, you know, me and him going at it, and um, I just, you know, just had opportunity to, be able to take take him down a few times, and he's like, "Man, your wrestling is crazy," because like, uh, what what a lot of people don't suspect, and and it and it helps, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
when people are like really have a really good base and when their base is really stagnant on the ground, nobody expects to be able to be like picked up at their strongest position. And that's what my wrestling has really like helped me and involved. People think they're in a really strong base. They can't be moved. And I'm able to still pick them up off yeah. their feet. And they don't expect that. And they're like, how? You know, so everybody's asking this how question. It's been it's been pretty been pretty cool. So I'm about to say, uh, like, uh, how, how does it make you feel that these guys are, are saying these kinds of things to you, man? It's got to be uh, it's it is pretty it's, good, honestly. It, it 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 does. I mean, it's it's also like it's like you know, look, I don't know, man. It's, from ever since I've. All the wrestling I really let me just be honest straight up on it. All the wrestling that I know comes from like Jones County. Like yeah. all the wrestling. Like so I did the Nate Carr, um, the car camps we had when we was in Jones County. I mean, but I wrestled on the coach Lewis. You remember uh coach uh uh dang what's Lewis? What's the freaking Lewis name? Uh his first name. You remember Coach Lewis? I think I remember Coach Lewis. I think so. So he used to be the old wrestler coach. But I only wrestled him one year. All of my wrestling leaders, Coach Crook. Yes. All of my main wrestling came from Coach Crook. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've been wrestling with him forever, you know? And then, like, I wrestled that one year in college, but they didn't really teach me nothing new, you know? It wasn't enough to be taught something new. So, but what really helps me is my transition from wrestling to BJJ. And that's everything that I've been learning at Adogi. So, like, it really helps my grappling now because, and plus now I'm always grappling. I'm always wrestling. I'm always fighting. So like these techniques are becoming like second nature every Mm -hmm. single time. So like, it's not surprising me that I'm able to like take these guys down at a point, but it is surprising. Like once I take them down, like this is, yeah. So I will say this one. So, uh, we actually sparred, we did a sparring day. And I'm gonna tell you something, they treat sparring day like it's an event, like, like these, like the dudes come in, bro. Like it is crazy, and like if it's I stop killer. What doing and starts watching you guys or what? Yes, it's killer after yes. It's, and they had like cameras and stuff, so like Uh-oh. it's killer after killer after killer. You know, <laughs> and I'm saying like, what the freak? Like, oof. So my first sparring session was against Rodolfo. Um, that went really good. Me and him went really well t- together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm not gonna give too many details on what happened in the sparring, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but I am gonna give I am gonna highlight this one because this one was uh this is special to me, you know, only yeah. because of me. And uh so we we do the sparring, it went really well. Um I sparred field row, that was fun. Um sparred uh this guy named Val, uh that was fun. Um and then um so I keep going. I'm sparring. I'm doing my thing. And then I had a great opportunity to go against Loyota Machida. Wow. And when I got the chance to spar him, I sparred his coach as well. His coach is really good. Mm-hmm. So I got a great opportunity to spar Loyota Machida. And um, when I did that, dude, so we were sparring. And, you know, he, it's just his, his, his style. He moves very elusive. You know, and I said, okay, you know, I'll, you know, I'll start off with a few jabs, you know, inside leg kicks, uh, uh-huh. you know, he with good leg kicks. 
Um, you know, just, you know, we start off mellow because we got a whole round to go through. Um, so we're just going. Where we at? Was, was this like, was this like three round type bouts or like, how were y'all? Uh, no, 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 no. We did uh, 10 five minute rounds. 10 five. Whoa. I know that's death. I know. It's just, whoa. just, yeah. That's it's a good death. detail to know here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's death. Uh, so like, so, you know, you, you alternate between each, each fighter. Okay. So, uh, uh, so literally, you're in the ring for ten straight rounds, and like one no, round no, no, or wait, no, how does it go? No, no, no. So like, so we're all on the mat together, okay. okay? But what they did now, they did do this. They like separated us. So like, not every pro in it. See, this is also where like I also give like big time respect and like definitely like uh, it's an honor to be able to be do this because not every pro can just walk in. Surely no amateur, but not every pro can just walk in and spar Leota Machida. Or, like, they got to really trust you. And, like, you got to at least, like, okay, you're going to give them a round or something. Like, it can't be no... uh, Patty cake kind of thing or something like that. Or go too too hard or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's got to be, like, controlled, but it's also got to be, like, you know, all right. At the same time. Compared. Yeah, that's what I was like. It can't be no scrump, you know. It can't yeah, be yeah. No, no I feel <laughs> you know, like okay. So I'm like, all right, all right, you know. So that's and they split us off on each side, and like I went against like so. This this is what people understand like uh, ten five minute rounds, but like UFC fighter, another UFC fighter, uh, a world champion. So do you like go the whole 10 minutes or do, is there like proclaimed a winner or like how does that kind of work? No, no, no just spar. So it's okay. So, so it, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there technically like, that? Uh, so it's 10 rounds. Uh-huh. And uh, so I'm going to guess Rodolfo one round. Boom. Okay. Let's say Phil went against Mike Davis or something. Uh-huh. Okay. So after we get Mike Davis, you know, we, Look around. Okay, who wants to go next? You know, so that's two rounds, and, and then you keep going till everybody till there's ten rounds fought between all of y'all, right? Yes. yes. Okay. 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 So not yeah. each person fighting ten rounds, but that group. It's no, no, no. Well, rounds. I mean, you try to fight ten rounds. You, you try know, to stay on the court if you can, kind of like right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear the you. Mat's big enough to like have like over like you know twenty five to thirty fighters on there. So like everybody's okay. doing, you know, so everybody's fighting. You know, it's just okay, okay. you know who wants to who wants to have rounds here and here and here with different people. Yeah. So, um, so I was just going against Machida. It was fun, man. It was fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. You know, you know, I I really saw because I really I posted in our uh, teammates group chat. I said, "Do you see this front kick?" And it was funny because he did the front kick the same way he did it in his fight in the UFC when he won the world that front kick that knocked out Vitor Belfort and. Uh, it's, it's, it's the same twitch with his hip. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, you see uh, how – I see why I knocked that guy out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but what was fun was um, – so we were sparring, and I shot it on a single leg. And uh, Leona Machida has some of the best takedown uh, defense in the, uh, in the history of MMA. And I got in on the single. Once I got in on the single – um, we were leg weaving a little bit. When I was leg weaving, you know, we were moving around, and then boom. Once I won the leg weave battle, so I'm like this, and this is something like, you know, Coach Cook taught me. 
when you secure a leg, all I need is one leg. I was always taught this. Yeah. All I need, Nate Carr said this as well. All you need, when you control one leg, you should finish a takedown. So the moment I won the leg weave, I'm like, well, he's going up. Because uh-huh. like, I had a position. So I'm like, he's going up, you know? And like everybody, and, and people like were standing around because throughout the entire week, I mean, I have been gaining a little traction on like, how well I've been doing here. And also, you know, I've had some opportunity to be with my uh, manager, my agent, you know. I saw that. Yeah, you guys had uh, a great, a great school, man. I actually, one day we want to get Ray on here, man, because uh, I yeah. want him to tell the story on how he got the first round. And it's I want to know it because the dude, and, and not to get off sidetrack, but he looks like a young, like, he looks like our age, yeah. kind of like. Yeah. He actually is younger than he's a few months younger than me, actually. That's wild, dude. That is wild. And I'm gonna tell you something, Tyler. It's funny because uh his story on like how he got the first round and his story on how he signed me is crazy. Because uh um uh, I'm gonna give a little small snippet, but we are gonna get him on the show on we that. We do need to but uh he he was telling me that when he was getting ready to sign me, so it was like okay, uh uh Ray, you got to fire your first guy, you know, first fighter. See what you do. Boom, boom, boom. So he said he came across me. He had seen I just won that Valor championship against Tristan. And he looked, he's like, man, he just got some ick factor. He said he's seen my uh, post-fight interview and stuff. He's like, he just got an ick factor. I just like him. So he presented it to the top guys, and all of them told him no. He said, that is no. It's like, we don't sign amateurs. And two, all he so the only fights that was on YouTube was that Tristan fight and that 14 sad. second one against the first. No, 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 no. Really? I wasn't on YouTube yet. My boxing match. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen the boxing match, it's it. <laughs> it's a little rough. Uh, so uh, yeah. It is really that rough. might be why they were saying no on that one. That was that was why they were saying no. They were like, no. And he's like, because he showed it to him. And he's like, all he got on YouTube is uh, his MMA fight against. And he said, all he did in that fight was he didn't do any. He didn't, all he did was take him down and beat him up, you know, wrestle. He didn't show anything else. And then in my boxing matches, like, he came and boxed. Like, no. And he's a 2-0 and amateur. No, no. Mm-hmm. And Ray was like. And Ray at first was like, okay. He was like, you know, they obviously know more than I do because they've been in this game yeah, for a very long time. have to defer to the veterans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then Ray said he just, you know, he would just keep an eye. He was still going to search him, but he kept like he just kept an eye. And then Ray out of his own, it, I mean, Ray got risky. He's like, I'm just gonna send him uh I'm gonna send him something. So he sent me uh, a message. It's like, hey, I want to talk to you. And he's like, man, you I know, remember that day. I remember, I remember when you told me about that. Yes, exactly. And I, you know, I'll talk to him. It's, you know, we remember how that happens. So yeah. How, and he's like, I want you to come down to Miami and, you know, so they can, uh, I just want you to come. But Ray told me he was really taking a risk because he didn't expect, <laughs> he said he was going to just bring me down, like, let me see the guys up close so I can speak to him. But he didn't tell me that, like, at that time, you know, yeah. but that was his intentions. So, but, I, you know, obviously I had a fight. So, luckily, what helped me 
that's when I fought Kevin Menard in Chattanooga. That's and when I had that. That lasted, uh, what, seven seconds? That yeah, that knockout. So, yeah. <laughs> so when they saw that, they were like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, uh-huh. and then it felt great. And then, you know, I went to Miami. I talked to him. I signed him. And now Ray said, ever since he signed me, man, it's like he's been getting so much respect there at first round. Like, you know, it's like everything changed for him, really. You know, because cool. he took a chance on uh, on me when a lot of them told him no. And then now all the, like, the top guys, they, like, it's different. Like, he's now – he's even some of the younger guys. They come in and ask him, hey, what you think about this talent? What you think about this? They say, Ray got the alpha talent. Ray was like, man, he said, I, just, I got really lucky on my first one. For real. <laughs> and it, because when we had the meeting, it was me – David Arvello, he's the MMA development for first round. Me, him, Matt, my coach, and we was all sitting in the office. And I will say, Ray was in there, and he was not talking at all. Like, he said a few words, mm-hmm. but he was like, it was so, he was acting so weird. And I was like, but I wasn't speaking much either, but I was like, this guy gonna be my agent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then he said, uh, he said he was so nervous because they told him, like, if you get this first run wrong, this is going to be big on you. And, like, I mean, I can understand that, you know, because you're in a business, like, you you want to find the best talent and you want to, like, hit the nail. And when you've already stuck your neck out for a talent they've already told you no on, and then you've already taken a risk by bringing them to, you know, the management company and offering them a contract. And let's say if I didn't work out, then that would have been like a a big bl- blunder yeah. in the case, and then like probably would have ended out too well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have to get him on, dude. I'm, I'm, we will have to get him. his his entire story on like how he got the first round is actually pretty crazy. He's a hard worker, man. He's he's really good, man. He's 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 really good, man. So it was fun to go to Universal Studios with my boy uh, Ray. So uh, you know we had a good time, and. Uh, but anyway, back to uh, Machida. I'm sorry, I, I went off way off. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yeah. When I was leg weaving, um, my hips got inside, uh, got tight to his hips. Once I got the high crotch position, I was able to, you know, lift them up, and uh, I picked them up and I uh, placed them down, and um, uh, everybody in there was like, "Whoa!" Mm. Like, cause. Nobody is able is well not nobody, but it's he very rare, rare, probably. Rarely, rarely, rarely ever gets taken down, especially in practice. And uh he got up and he like we I finished around on top of him. I was just punching, I finished around on top of him. And he said, uh, he got up, he said, How did you do that? <laughs> That's cool. That's like, freaking cool. I was, and I was just showing him some of the stuff, you know, like how I do my wrestling things. And then he was like, oh, okay. He said, so if I put this leg here, he's like, how did you leg weave? And I was showing him some just basic wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he was like, I want to get with you after. So, you know, after we spar, I keep sparring. Me and Phil, I will say, I'm just going straight up. Phil Rowe punched me in the face really hard. You know, oh. <laughs> 
he called me really he called me good with a good one too straight down the pipe but uh oh but uh i can't say me and phil mm-hmm. went really well you know i got him a few times so uh-huh. just stay quiet on my end but i'm gonna tell you what okay. he did good but i got him a few times okay, i got dude. uh you know? uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. But uh, but but anyway, but anyway, um, it was it was good, man. Uh, big time response. Um, uh, there's gonna be an interview that comes out of me of my whole week here at That's Fusion. Cool. What personal management doing that, or who's, who's they, they didn't do it? Uh, Fusion did it. Really? Uh, they did the interview. Yeah, that's how. That's pretty cool, they, dude. That's how much they uh been really really wanted to have me here so uh um but after um what was it what was it i'm trying to think after oh yeah so i went with i mean i talked with him machita got a picture got a picture with all the guys man it was it's fun because it's, it's been an honor to just even be in the room with these guys mm-hmm. and uh, he was like so with the wrestling you know how, how you know how did you how long you been wrestling he said have you ever uh grappled with dc and I was like, no, nah, I've never grappled with DC. He's like, but you used to train there? I was like, no. I said, I'm from Tennessee. I said, oh, <laughs> dude, that's cool though, man. That he slick thought you had done uh trained with uh, with Cormier. Yeah, that's what he thought. Wow. He said, you you trained, you remind me so much like DC. And I was like, yeah. He's like, look, he's like, on Tuesday, he said, Tuesday, me and you, I want you to do wrestling. Help me teach me some of that wrestling. And I was like, and I'm sitting here like, yeah, um, me to teach yeah. you. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, you know, I don't know, like, because I'm, I'm saying, like, what, what I'm gonna teach this man, you know, yeah, everything. right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, but there's there is a few tricks and in, in that I have that it, it comes from like Nate Carr. Um, it's it's so you know what's funny, it's so many different styles of the same sport that certain people just never get the chance to use because so many people like so what you see a lot on the big scene you think like that's okay that's the best way to do it so many people try to hone in on those skills but there's a lot of things in the backwoods bro that work so well and like some people just never get the opportunity to see that type of yeah skill. it's like a regional type thing like some people from this it area is. they know that yeah it's that's cool. yeah we know it works and he's got, we just, guys just like that don't use it, you know? And nice. I'm, I got, there's some things that I've been learned. I learned from a gogi man that's been working so well here. And he's, and it's just been like, how in the world, you know? And it's been more like, it's funny. Cause my, my coach Matt, he'd been doing this stuff for the longest, you know, like his, his game, his, so my coach Matt Harris, his jujitsu game is very similar to my jujitsu game. Mm. Um, well, my judas game is similar to his because everything he does, I do. Like my whole yeah. game is his. So yeah. I love how Matt Harris is teaches, you know, his jujitsu game because that's how I want to have my jujitsu game, especially when I get on top of people. So it's so crazy on how it works. You know, it's different. Uh, it, it, it's I know I know this sounds like crazy, but yes, it. It works all the time when I'm at a go Like it's working with some of the really good guys. It worked in all of my fights, but yeah. it's different when you actually get amongst like world class guys, and you do what you've trained to do, and it works against them. Yeah, that's more like okay. 
So I am at the right place. Okay. So I am at the best shit. I'm at a, it validates it, you know? And I can't, I can't say it enough, you know, it's more like free, you know, like, I, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just been an honor uh, to uh, just be, and uh, it's, it's been going really good, you know? Yeah, so I, hey, I got, man, what, what, what about, uh, all right. So, so there's another part of, I haven't heard you talk about him just yet. Jacare Souza. How was it? Have you got to spar against him? I know oh, you posted with him. So tell me a little bit about that. Say something. So for one, so, uh, he has one of the hardest body shots and uppercuts you'll ever probably feel. Mm. Um, dude, the stories of him in that in that place is just crazy. I mean, dude, Phil Rose said one time he sparred Jacare, and Jacare got inside of him so many times, and he just started throwing, boom, 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 boom. He drops nearly everybody in there to body shots. Um, I have yet to roll with them. Haven't had the opportunity to just do pure jujitsu with them or just uh, that type of stuff or pure uh, MMA with him. Um, you just did striking? Uh, just only that, yeah. Just striking. How'd that turn uh, out for you? Well, it was the last round. I was gassed. So. Oh! <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. You said, well, it was yeah. the last round. Yeah. I remember. Those older guys sit out a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, I feel you. It was just funny the way you worded that just then. Well, it was the last round. I was I was gassed. Well, I like 10 rounds. They'll sit out. They'll probably sit out like five. Okay. I did eight. I did eight out of the 10. I set out two rounds. Okay. So, and, I mean, and they're five minutes, bro. So, like, that's, I don't think that's, that's, long, that's a long time. That's 40 minutes of fighting, y'all. Like, that's uh-huh. – that's that was tough. No, no lie. Hey, that after was. watching you versus TK, you know that 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 was five what five five minute rounds. Yeah. Oh, that, three that extra was extra on top of that. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. Yes. Exactly. So that was. Nice. That's that's just pushing your limits, baby. Yeah. What is but that hey, there for? I, I mean, when your cardio, when you get your cardio, but the thing is, me just getting out of fight camp, my cardio has been really good. So that's what has been really big as well. Like I've been able to perform here because mm-hmm. of. My um, uh, you know, just me getting out of fight camp. So my cardio's, you know, there. You just ain't gonna lose cardio. Oh, I'm done with my fight, so it leaves. You know, so no, you know, I just got done with my fight, and being here really helps my cardio a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way I'm training, it feel like I am in a fight camp in a way, but it's just only helping me get better. Um, because when I go home, I'm, I'm gonna be back training full time again. It's just I won't be back in camp time and. Uh, and uh, we should have some special things coming out in May. Uh, don't know when, but uh, in May, that should be the next time uh, I should be getting ready to step into the cage. So, mm. Mm, yeah. I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that, man. That's awesome. Um, so this yeah. week you got the Tuesday. You're gonna be training with uh, Machida, right? And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what else? I mean, is there any other special people? Uh, I mean, there might be some pop up people, right? That happens sometimes at these gyms, like where so guys Mike Perry, come in. I haven't had an opportunity to like go with Mike Perry. Uh, he hasn't been here. Uh, I only seen him on that uh, first day I came, but he has been trained. But they say sometimes, dude, they say sometimes, uh, Glover Teixeira comes in. Uh, not too long ago, Alex Pereira was here. You know, Alex Pereira just fought yesterday. Um, and he won, you know, the guy that knocked out Izzy. Um, so 
he's he come here and train a lot. Um, uh, Vicente Luque comes in here and mm. trains a lot. Um, uh, dude, they just have killer after killer after killer. We'll have to stay and, tuned on that, man. I'm, I'm I want to keep up with dude, it. That's awesome. Dude, at this point, I'm like, man, dude. Yeah. If, if they ever get the opportunity now, right now, I mean, I've been looking on some of the social medias. Like Global Tech Sharer, he's still in, uh, I think, Brazil or okay. wherever he's from. So, like, he's probably will be coming in. But, yeah, uh, it'll be fun to get an opportunity to go with, like, a Mike Perry and all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then they got some really, really good wrestlers here, and, uh, really good just pure jujitsu guys here. Um, but, Julian Williams, I mean, he, he's he's a really top-notch guy, man. So cool. he's he's good. So it's it's been good, man. It's been good. All right, nice, nice. Well, uh, before we transition here to our next segment, uh, just a quick update to everybody. I've, I've referenced it at the end of the last show with Kobe, but uh, you may have noticed at the beginning of the show we did not have uh, the advertisement, the anchor advertisement. Uh, that one actually ran out. So what we're doing now, this will be like a quick ad, I guess you could say. We actually have a way for you guys to support the show. Um, if you go to the link tree in our um, in the information of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it, there should be a little link you can click on. I think it's uh, the tab is called support. You can click on that and there's a subscription you can do where you can do as low as 99 cents a month. And um, I think it can go up as much as like 9.99. So if you want to support the show in any way, uh, that's a quick way to to do that for us. Uh, we appreciate appreciate any of the support you guys give us. So that's your quick advertiser for today. Now to the next thing. Uh, we got some NFL offseason moves that went down this week. And, um, you know, I was able to talk to, to our buddy Kiever, our mutual friend Kiever Walker, who is a Denver Broncos mm-hmm. fan. He seemed pretty uh, pretty hyped up about this one. I'm interested to hear your, your kind of thoughts on it. But we, we had uh, Denver make a big move. Um, and this this is coming after the Aaron Rodgers news of him coming back. I think what was it, 40, four years? Uh I think that's two hundred. Yeah, two hundred million. Ton of ton of money. Um that he got. Um I mean, it was starting to kind of lean that way. I feel like we thought, right? You you kind of figured he was gonna come back to Green Bay, it seemed. Uh I actually did not. You didn't uh, I did okay. not actually didn't. I I did not think he would go back to Green Bay. I Tyler. I legit thought we had a chance. Um, I thought oh, 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 you're Pittsburgh, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, I thought we really had a good chance, and I thought the 49ers had a good chance. Um, but I, I thought for a fact he was going to the he was he was either going I leaning more to the Broncos. Broncos was not my number one. Number two was Steelers. Number three was 49ers. I thought if there was a four, it would be Green Bay. Yeah. I did not go back to Green Bay, but man, was I wrong. It, um, seemed, way, it seemed like it was close because, um, I mean, if you were following that day, Jerry Judy was tweeting out these uh, these bitmojis of – or not bitmojis, but just emojis of, um, you know, of the, the whole Aaron Rodgers deal. It seemed like from what he kind of was being told, I guess, on his end from, you know, front office stuff that maybe Rodgers for a little while there, like it was kind of – he was jockeying between the two clubs, between Denver and Green Bay, and Denver may have thought that they had him at one point. Um, so, so it may it may have been closer than we actually could think. I'd like to, you know, for some of that that backstory to kind of come out. But we saw that happen. Green Bay still going to be in contention with him. Uh, they tagged, I believe, Devontae Adams, if I'm not mistaken. So um, they'll have that duo back. 
But um, Denver then goes on to, I guess, their plan B, getting Russell Wilson. They traded a first-round pick this year, second-round pick this year, first-round pick next year, second-round pick next year, and a fifth-round pick uh, this year, along with Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and a defensive tackle named Shelby Harris for Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. Now, who, um, who won this trade to you? Well, it, it depends on what you're talking about. You know, if you want to talk about now, um, I think the Broncos. Long run, Seahawks. Um, so, the main thing with me is, is more of you got the Denver Broncos, all right? And Denver is in that situational trying to win now situation. They are. But to, I, I am going to lean – I'm going to say the Seahawks won. And that's what I'm leaning toward as well. You you can't you can't tell me that I'm wrong because the only way I feel like I will be wrong is if Denver wins the Super Bowl, which is why I feel like I'm leaning to the Seahawks. Uh, yes, you got Russell Wilson, but at what cost? Um, your defense is not as solid as it used to be. This isn't the defense that won the Super Bowl in 2016 with Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um, the offense still needs a, a few more. I mean, yes, you got Jared Judy. Yes, you got uh, the running back. Uh, they got Javante Williams. They're even talking about Melvin Gordon coming back too. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but to me, that's that's not enough to really, in my opinion, be able to compete with the San Diego Chargers, who we we will get to later on in the show. Got a guy like hey, Osa. yeah, yeah. I got some words to say on that one too. Yeah, and then you got the Kansas City Chiefs. You know who? I mean, he got the he's the he's the future of the NFL for, right as of right now. Patrick Mahomes and all those weapons and all those boys, you know. And the Raiders are no slouch either, man. I mean, they they made the playoffs last year. Playoffs. Like they got McDaniel's uh, coming in now. I mean, yeah, pretty good. Cover. Like to me, I just don't. I don't know, man. You know, you're just adding to a division that is already stacked. You think you now? Yes, they might think they're going to be the team to come out, but. You got to play these teams two times a year. And uh, I just – I don't understand. I don't understand, man. I just don't understand people really – and it's nothing trying to be scared. But I don't understand why people are trying to go to the AFC. I think it was smart for Rodgers. Like, with Brady going, yeah. like, yo, I mean, it's I wide mean, open. the real competition really is the 49ers, if they – depending on what they do with their quarterback situation. Which and – the Rams, like who? Yeah. Who else is the tough team in the NFC? As I'm sitting here thinking about it, like right now, yeah, that, those two are definitely the biggest contenders. You're right. I don't, I don't care about the Cowboys, dude. I don't think Cowboys are for real, bro. I don't. Dude, we'll talk about them here in a second, too. We'll talk about them here in a second. But yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm in agreement. You know, I, I'm in agreement with you on, um, on that. I made the same exact comment to Kiever in one of our group chats. I said, man, I mean, now you – now, I mean, you traded all that and now you have the third-best quarterback in your division. No, that's not true. He's better than Herbert. You know, I was like, I, I, don't, I really don't know. I mean, sure, I guess I am buying into the Herbert hype. Um, Herbert's very talented. Um, it's just hard for me to see Wilson. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm on the – I like Herbert, even though I traded him away in my big fantasy league. Well, I but, I mean, okay, I, I can't I – can, I can't agree with you on this, Tyler, because as of right now, I can lean to Herbert. Because Wilson has fallen off big time. He man. hasn't done that great these past two he seasons. He really has not. Like, no, he had he that little stretch, not this season, but the season before, where he was kind of the MVP for a good while. But he then was. it really, God, dog, it's the past two years. Like, he is – and you could you could say it was the finger this past year, but 
that second half of the season has been god awful. It, it has been atrocious. And it has. Um, I I mean, when you I mean, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, picks don't mean everything. I mean, we just saw the Rams. They traded away a ton of picks, and, you know, it was all worth it. Because, like you said, if they trade away all that stuff and they win the Super Bowl, ultimately they are the winner. But the thing is, you know, you got to have that Super Bowl. And, um, you know, he's going from a team that he always complained about the offensive line to Denver. I'm, I'm sorry. When, when, Since when have we thought this Denver offensive line is really good? I mean, we got that. We got that Garrett Bowles guy. That all he does is hold people. You know, you, you got. You know, I mean, it's just not. It's not the best atmosphere, I guess. For that, I mean, yeah, like you said, Judy. That you know, they got Sutton. Um, you lost Fant, who Fant. You know, he had some promise. Um, but I mean, and I'm probably missing some other folks in that in that mix. But um, you know, it it can definitely be. Um, what's that guy's name? I, I'm I'm blanking on there. Was, there was one guy that actually a pretty good year wide receiver wise for them. Uh, can't remember his Sutton. name. There was Sutton, there was Judy, but then there was this guy, um, Tim Patrick. He actually did okay. Yeah, he did yeah. okay-ish. Um, you know, but we'll, we'll have to see how it works out. I, is it worth it? The jury's out. I, like, I'm kind of leaning like you are, though. I'm, I'm thinking the Seahawks really kind of were able to cash in. They better be thanking Rodgers. You know, uh, th- thank you for, for turning it down because we got to cash in on this, and they can kind of hit the reset button on their franchise. So, um, That's right. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I do feel bad that Bobby Wagner got released. You know, cause I, feel, I feel like he still is playing at a really good level, you know, at a high level. He's playing at a really high level, man. And uh, for him to get released like that is uh, – The team didn't even tell him. I mean, he just found out. Yeah, no. That's bad. You know, especially a guy that put that type of years in. He was one of the anchors of the Legion of Boom, you know. Like, come on, man. But um, mm. that Seahawks defense is uh, – that Seahawks defense, uh, you know, once that, once after that Super Bowl, man, you know, all of that stuff started to fiddle away. You just started to yeah. see the Seahawks just slowly die down. And um, I don't know. I'm be honest with you. I don't know how long Pete Carroll's gonna be there. He's not gonna be there too much longer. Um, feel like we're gonna see a little rut for the Seahawks, but they're gonna they're gonna be doing a lot of rebuilding. Yeah, they, they definitely have to do some rebuilding just to kind of like like uh, like I said, you know, kind of hit the reset button. Um, you know, we had another team that kind of hit the reset button on the QB position, and that was the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they traded mm-hmm. away Carson Wentz, um, a 2022 second and a seventh for a 2023 third round pick that becomes a second round pick if Wentz plays 70% of the snaps this coming up year, um, a second round pick this year, and a third round pick this year. So, um, you know, it could be a decent little turnout for them. I, th- I you know, you heard some, we heard some stuff come out like uh, the players were kind of frustrated with him, um, like he wasn't really all the way in. He wasn't the team leader they thought, you know, they they wanted him to be. Um, things along along those lines uh, for Carson Wentz, and there's there's rumbles now that they are looking at Jimmy Garoppolo to come in. Maybe they're looking to maybe kind of trade for him. And I mean, maybe. Maybe a slight upgrade, you know. I mean, Torres is making the same face as me on this one. I mean, you're running the same type of offense. You know, you're going to be running the ball a good bit. There are some decent weapons there. They, There's no question the offensive line is pretty good like 49ers. I don't know. I think it would be a slight upgrade. It depends on what you're giving away, though. That's that's my thought here. But what do you think on this can one? I'll make a point. I might be – this might be a little hot take. But I feel like majority of the quarterbacks in the NFL are all in the same basket. I feel like 
um, there's only a few talents out there that stands above them, the rest. And, and I, I, obviously you can say it, it's probably been like that in the league, but it's probably, it's probably now I'm starting to really see like besides the Mahomes, besides the Josh Allen, yeah, Josh besides Allen. The, uh, Burrow, a Herbert, Heck, I could throw Stafford in there because but Stafford has his sometime games. He does. Well. He, he does have his sometimes. You he know. does. Have like you said, games. all the other quarterbacks about as even as Rogers. Yeah. Did we? Did you say Rogers? Well, let me tell you. Well, Rogers. Okay, he's in, okay. He's in five. Yeah. I, after about the top five, bro. So I say what Mahomes, Allen, Rogers, Herbert, Burrow. They all right there. Yeah. After, after about them. Kind of like I said, you can throw Matt, Matt Stafford in there sometime. It's Lamar not Jackson a walk. every blue moon. Yeah, it's more of a like they all together. Like uh-huh. you just traded in quarterback. Like to me, I know Kyler Murray wants to leave the Cardinals. Like who really wants him? You know, like I wouldn't. I mean, I, mean, I would, wouldn't. Would, would he be half? Yes, but he's. This whole that, that, yeah, that whole thing, you're kind of getting into a whole other situation. Like, Cardinals, you, you had a, such a long time without a good quarterback. I mean, the last time you had a decent quarterback was what, the, the Palmer? Uh, awesome. days, you know, when uh, Bruce Arians was there. I mean, that, that was – that was you know, but that was just okay. You know, they, they did good. But now you have a generational potential guy like Kyler Murray who's been in MVP talks for two years straight. His two years in the league, he's been in MVP talks. And don't get me wrong, I mean, we, we've seen the kind of downfall of it, you know. Um, the end of the season this past year kind of dwindled down. The last season dwindled down, but I, I'm not understanding that whole situation. It's kind of weird to follow that whole de- ordeal. That's weird, but I think a lot of them came into play when, you know, the Cardinals started off 9-0 and this year. And then, I mean, Kyler Murray went into a really big slump, man. He played really bad. Yeah. Uh, final seven games, final six, seven games in, of the season. And then that playoff game, he looked absolutely horrific. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's when I started to say, like, I don't know, man. Like, this Colts and 49ers thing, like, you're right. The Colts getting Jimmy Garoppolo is more like, well, freak. Yeah. You know? Like, like the same guy just about. Maybe a I'm not a fan of Jimmy, man. Do I hope sometimes – I mean, I really hope he has a lot of good success because I like his story. But I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Garoppolo, man. When he, dude, he pissed me off so much in that NFC Championship game. It don't make no sense, bro. But you know what also makes me mad is Kyle Shanahan every single time. You have been running the ball once again on the Rams. When it gets to the fourth quarter and you're up by 10 points, ooh, let me start throwing the ball. Let me start down Jimmy Garoppolo. Why? Why? And I think it's more of his coach than more Jimmy. Yeah. But Jimmy, he, like, you've been running. Dude, you went through the whole playoffs running the ball. Why are you making Jimmy G throw now? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. But, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's it just been – I don't know. I, I just don't – I don't think that's a really good smart move for the Colts just to get Jimmy – let go to trade Carson Wentz to get Jimmy G because the Colts were right there. I mean, the Colts, 
you look, even though it was – They were on a hot streak, and then they lost the wrong game. You lost the teams. That's right all fault. All fault. Yeah. Hey, you got to be able to blame that defense somewhere. But, yes, the Colts did struggle. I think the Colts only scored 10 points in that game, so that was bad. But, yeah. you, you look, you got to blame the whole team on that one. The whole team yeah. sucked in that one. You literally one game away from making – all you have to do is you beat the Jack. The worst team in the NFL, all you got to do is beat them. My God. That's all you got to do. And you don't do that to make the playoffs at home. Yeah. Um, oh, come on. So, you know, that's more of an overall team thing. Um, but I, I actually think they probably should have potentially kept Carson Wentz a little bit. I don't think I used to always make, I don't think Carson Wentz is all that bad, man. He's not okay. all that bad. I mean, he'll be good for a team like the Commanders where he can. You know, he'll, he'll get his playing time, you know, and all all that jazz. But, you know, he'll be good enough. You know, he'll be good enough. He's a decent quarterback. He's not, like, great anymore. I mean, that one MVP-type season that he had was um was about as good as it feels like it's going to get. So, I, I don't know. That's true. I don't know. I, the, we'll, we'll have to see kind of how that plays out. I do think he's going to a place where they, they, they can use him and – He'll kind of um, maybe they'll they'll let him kind of sling it a little bit and kind of play his game and do his thing. So um, I think he's going to a good place for himself. Um, the next trade that kind of went down was um, the Los Angeles Chargers went and solidified their defense a little bit more. They already have Bosa on one end. They went and got Khalil Mack to attack the quarterback from the other end. They traded away a 2022 second and a 2023 sixth round pick. For Khalil Mack, and I'm trying to find out if um, if they ended up paying some of his salary or not. I thought I saw something about that, but um, I like this trade a lot for the for the Chargers. I mean, you're you're getting in a veteran. You're only really giving away a second round pick. I mean, the sixth round picks are kind of a wash. You know, what are you going to really get there anyways? And you're getting a guy like Khalil Mack who's don't get me wrong, this year wasn't his best year, but, I mean, it, just a year removed of being one of the top guys, I feel like. Um, you know, he, he's obviously a great at his um, at his craft. Like I said, you're putting yeah. him on the same team as a guy like Bosa. That's only – you know, your defense – offensive lines are already having enough trouble with a guy like Bosa. Putting him on the other side, dude, you're going to have to pick your poison. Which one are you going to try to double team? Because you can't double both of them, you know, because then – that you're just opening up for the interior. So, um, I don't know. I love this a lot. They could really use this. Um, your thoughts? Well, I think the Chargers just followed the same blueprint their, uh, their brothers did uh, on the other side from the Los Angeles uh, Rams. Uh, the They said, okay, look, if y'all going to sit here and uh, get two pass rushers, like, we got a Joey Bosa. Now, he's not on the same level as Aaron Donald, but he's a really freaking good pass rusher. And then you brought in a Von Miller. Is Von Miller in his prime? No, but he's still a really good pass rusher, just like Khalil Mack. Yeah. Okay, get two good pass rushers onto already an established stout offense that we already have. Um, the Chargers just need a few more defensive pieces. If the Charger defense gets better, dude, we're talking about a team that's going to be – Patrick Mahomes might not win the division this year if that team if that, that team has a really good defense. The Charger is, the Chargers is already there as an offense. Now, if they got the defense to come along – For real. Bro, I don't know. 
Like the AFC right now, yeah. they got Mac you know, Williams coming right back. So I mean, it, oh my gosh, yeah, bro, this team is this team is getting really this team is getting really big, man. Um, this this the AFC is really wide open. Um, I'm not too confident we see the Cincinnati Bengals come go back again anyway. Um, I feel like you know it's, it's not too prone that you see the Chiefs back in there again. Um, the Bills they look really good, but hey. They're a tough team, you know. You got the Bills, you got the Chiefs, you got the Bengals, the Ravens as much. You know, I'm not a big fan of Lamar like that, but I think he'll be right there, man. Uh, the Ravens are going to come back. Uh, uh, you, we're talking about the Broncos. We're talking about the Chargers. This is a wild-open uh, conference, man. I don't know who's it, – it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. For real. It's going to be For really real. tough. Um. Yeah, and we said we were going to talk about Dallas, and I'll let you get, you know, first – First kind of talk on this one. I want to, I want to hear your thoughts. But Dallas ended up trading away Amari Cooper in a 2022 sixth for a 2022 2022 fifth and sixth. So fifth and sixth uh, round pick in exchange for Amari Cooper in a sixth round pick. Your thoughts here. I want to hear yours first. This is interesting. Um, I have Amari Cooper on my fantasy team. He sucked uh, until I sent him to you. And he no, that was the wrong one. That was AJ Brown. I'm that sorry. was AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did have Amari Cooper, and he sucked for me. Um, so did AJ Brown. He sucked for me until he got he gets the Tyler team and wants to help Tyler. I appreciate it. <laughs> it. Still didn't mean enough. It still didn't mean enough because I didn't win at all. So, <laughs> um, but Amari Cooper, I can, I don't know, man. That Cowboys team is weird. They had so many weapons, so many offensive pieces, and just couldn't get it all clicking together, you know. They were a good team. Uh, they had great opportunities to, like – I mean, they had some really good games to where they dropped some points. Like, this year, I think there was a game when they dropped, like, 50 points on the Eagles or something. Like, mm-hmm. they've had those – they had their type of games. But Amari Cooper wasn't consistent enough. And I think it comes more from the fact that I don't know, man. I, I'm so up in it. Dak Prescott is one of those quarterbacks that one minute he's like really good. And the stats, if you look at the stats, the stats are gonna say something. They're gonna say he's a phenomenal quarterback. But when you watch the games, man, it don't always match. It, it, it don't, it don't, it yeah. don't. Dak Prescott to me, they're not the same quarterback, but they got the same vibe to each other. It's like Matt Ryan. You know, Matt Ryan has so many stats. You look at him, and he, he does have phenomenal games, just like Dak. They'll have phenomenal games. But more times than not, man, you look at him, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Dak has so many of those what are you doing moments the same way Matt Ryan does. And I just don't think – I know the Cowboys going to stick with Dak for his, basically his whole career. It's just the Jerry Jones, uh, that bull crap. He's going to stay with him. You know, but yeah. as long as Dak there, as long as those guys are there, man, I don't, I don't never ever see the Cowboys ever win anything. Um, surely, Amari Cooper going to the Browns, it can really help Baker Mayfield. Um, I don't know how long Baker will be there. Oh uh, man, yeah, we could talk about that briefly. Um, yeah, it's a weird trade off. They're talking about, uh, well, I mean, obviously they're trading Amari Cooper, but they're talking about, um, you know, using the cap that they're kind of saving on this to sign Michael Gallup to a long-term deal, a guy that's coming off an ACL tear. Um, and don't get me wrong, Gallup is good and everything, but it sounds like they're transitioning over to C.D. Lamb being the main uh, guy there. But, uh, yeah, on to your kind of um, – your pick about 
or your, your play on uh, Baker Mayfield, man, it sounds like uh, the Browns are trying desperately to get away from uh, Baker Mayfield from things I've kind of seen, reports I've seen. Like they're, they're trying to get away from having him as the starting QB. And one guy in particular they're talking about doing is Deshaun Watson, who had his charges dropped. So, I mean, the, the other teams I think I saw related to him are the Panthers, I want to say. The Panthers are in the mix for him. And then who was the other one I saw? I saw somebody else earlier um, in talks. Let's see. I know it was the Panthers and the Saints. So what could you see? Who do you think would be the better pick uh, for Deshaun Watson? You know, should he end up picking between these two? I mean, obviously this isn't set in stone or anything like that. But, you know, um, if, if Deshaun Watson were to land on either one of these teams, which one do you think would be the better fit for him? Uh, with Sean Payton leaving the Saints um, and the Saints needing, you know, a head coach, uh, uh, have they found a head coach yet? Have they found a head coach yet? Um, I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Let me, uh, I'll let that up while you talk. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, but currently, yes, with the Saints needing a coach, uh, uh, did, and wh- where's Michael Thomas? Isn't Michael Thomas um, – he's not on the Saints anymore, is he, or is he is? I think they're letting him go. I think they're letting him – That's what Yeah. You know, so the Saints got a lot of different things going on that this would have been really big time if it would have happened a year prior, like when Drew Brees retired and he was like, oh, we begin to show Watson. Okay, then we were like, oh, freak. Yeah, then the Saints would have been in a good position. But – uh, I think the Panthers is the better fit for him. Um, I think also, you know, even though I know it's North Carolina, um, still really close to his Clemson town to where he played college yeah. football at, you know, so that will be really good, you know, going from mm-hmm. Clemson to Carolina. Um, it would be really good for him to be in uh, the Panthers. You got a really good head coach down there, um, the old coach from uh, Baylor. I can't think of his name right uh, now. Matt Rule. Matt Rule, um, yes, he's really, really good coach. Um, he's doing well. I mean, the Panthers did really well. You know, they didn't do too bad. To they start the year off, bad. they were hot, and then they they were hot. Up. Yeah, it weren't too bad. Uh, um, by the just, way, Dennis Allen is the New Orleans Saints coach. Uh, he was a, um, I believe he was one of their support staff uh, coaches um, throughout these past years. He, he's he's been with the team. I, I'm trying to find out. Um, you know what his full position was beforehand, but he oh defensive coordinator, yeah. Okay, of the Saints, yes. So oh. and they just you know he just moved. Well, up. Hey, he's new. Well, that's that's even more of my point on why he should go to the yeah. uh, Carolina Panthers. So, uh, give me yeah, give me Deshaun Watson on the Panthers and. I think I think that would be solid. Heck, I would love for Deshaun Watson to come to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man. I know you would. Dude, I would love. It sounds like him. y'all's year is gonna be a little bland. It uh, is sadly, be- dude. I've been seeing some. I hope it's not true. Probably just some stupid report on Twitter. But I heard we're looking to potentially make a little trade with a few picks with for Matt Ryan as we send Juju to the Falcons. Get the freak out of here. I don't want – I do not want – I do not want no Matt Ryan. 
I would lose my mind. I don't know, dude. I, I, I with the Steelers, he might be okay. Uh, uh-uh. with the Steelers, I think so, dude. No, I, no. I mean, I, I don't. He'd be better than Rudolph. Actually, I might. I like to suffer with Rudolph. Oh now. my god! Oh lord! I would. I would. Oh, it, it's just god. not no. I I don't have time. No, I just don't have time to sit here and watch somebody get sacked a thousand times. And they that what would do you just think Rudolph's gonna do. At least he'll throw the ball away. He'll throw it up and give oh his guys. Oh my a god! Get out of here, dude. That that's <laughs> at least he'll throw the ball. Get out he will get sacked twenty four thousand times. Keep get dropping back. Keep dropping back and keep getting sacked over and over. No, I can't keep watching that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't keep watching that. The offensive line already struggled really bad this year with Big yeah. Ben. It matter what we do, we had Matt Ryan. Yeah. Offensive line is no better than I don't blame Falcon. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It depends on what they would give up. If they gave up not that much, I mean, I wouldn't mind the move if I were you. But I don't know. You you seem to think otherwise. So no, I don't want Matt. Because we would have him, and then what? We have him for three years, and we're right back in the same position we are right now. Yeah. He ain't winning us no Super Bowl. He's just winning us games. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> we're right back in the same position. So, no. no. Well, um, all right, then. Well, hey, any other things you wanted to uh, talk about here before we break it down? Um, No, man. Uh, everything's going good. Uh, I, I would look at the, some of the things in the NBA. Uh, I've seen LeBron drop 50 points on the uh, – uh, who will he drop 50 on yesterday? Um, the other day, who was it? Was it Wizards? It was the Wizards. You're right. It was the Wizards. Yeah. Um, I seen him do that. Uh, so he dropped like 50 points in like in the span of four games, three, three games. Yeah. He uh, dropped 56, I think, on the Rockets or something like that. And then, and then he dropped 50. Uh, not too long ago, so he's he's been playing well, but that's that, not that's enough. something I've been noticing. There's been a lot of blow up games from players lately. It ain't just even him. Like you know, John Morant's been having some blow up games. Freaking, I know uh, all these other people have been having like forty point games and things like that. It's it's been getting a little crazy. Honestly. It's the it's the league, man. It's just the just some of the things you can do now. Mm. Um, but I am gonna say this, Russell Westbrook, dude. Sucks. Uh, so I've I haven't got a good opportunity to be able to watch a lot of NBA because I've, of training. But I've watched it from um, I don't enjoy but, watching it uh, honestly. Like it, every time I try to watch the Lakers, they suck. So yeah. <laughs> I watch a, a few uh, highlights here and there, and man, um, Russell Westbrook is an absolute travesty. Yep, uh, this man has been missing layups that are near the rim. Oh my goodness! His decision making, uh, guys are wide open on the outside, and he rather take it in on three guys, get blocked, or miss the layup, than to pass it to a wide open guy. And do you see the reaction? LeBron, LeBron is more like, dude, like why? Yeah, and they're gonna have to get rid of him in the offseason. He even yeah. saying that I think so. Well, it's funny to me because I, I when this trade happened, I said it. It wasn't going to work. You did a lot. I, of I, I was trying to be optimistic, but you see. <laughs> like, I just knew it wasn't going to work. I just – Westbrook couldn't work. See, to me, I feel like Kevin Durant is easy to work with. Um, so far, every player that's played with him has worked with him really well, you know, even though they didn't win the title last year. But I, I, I do lean that a lot to injuries. You know, Harden found a way to work with him. Kyrie. Yeah, Harden found, found a year to work with him. 
right? In well, a year in Brooklyn, and then I guess he found a way to work with him in Oklahoma City for a little Oklahoma, bit. Oklahoma City, yeah. You know, like neither time did he win a championship. No, he didn't. But still, it, it found a way to work. This isn't working at all. This Westbrook. He found a way to run. make it work in Golden State because he joined a stack team. And go to no, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. Kevin Durant made that work really well as well. He didn't win the finals MVP for no reason. He was the best player on that team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still, they probably could have won it even without him, honestly. They probably could have. They probably, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not denying you. I'm saying, I, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not ready to but, say you know, everywhere he goes, it works because he's only one with one team. And that team that he had was absolutely stacked. So, so this is the thing. Just because he didn't win the championship, don't mean it doesn't work. It worked. He went. He, I mean, he went to the championship. Obviously, with Oklahoma City and done uh, really well in there. Success on championships from everything. I no, know. we do not. Just about no, we do not. <laughs> you, you, you've, all, you, you've always kind of stated that. No. I, we're not going to go too crazy in this because I ain't saying no. It's not based yeah. off just winning championships. I can go to tell you that now. It's a, this is this conversation oh, yeah. here is different. Than making a, a goat conversation. That's uh-huh. the, that's the difference. A goat conversation is a little different, but this conversation has not. I mean, it's just about player success. Okay. And I feel like well, what Kevin Durant has done on any team, the he Thunder, is great. Um, the Nets, the Warriors, uh, he just found a way to make it work, man. I mean, they they're doing well. And then yes, I see the Nets are like the seventh seed right now. That's because um, injuries and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of injuries. And that's because freaking Kyrie can't even play on a court. Thing. Everybody and their mama can go on. Literally, all right, so, yeah, and I'm not going to go crazy on this, but the guy is buying a ticket to tonight's game. We're recording this on Sunday. He can attend the game unvaccinated, but he can't play in the game unvaccinated. Tell me where the, how that makes sense. It don't make any sense. That like, don't honestly, make sense. It's so stupid. Yeah, let me be around thousands of people, um, but don't let me be on the court with just like twenty. Yeah, guys. yeah. So I don't know that. That I mean, I'm not not to make anything political, but that just don't make any sense, honestly. Yeah, this whole thing don't make sense. I mean, that's why I'm a little happy the NFL is just done with their COVID protocol oh, rules. Uh, just you just got to do what you got to do, man. It's, it's it's about time. Yeah, it's about time. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man, it's it's more of uh, Westbrook ain't ain't he ain't making it work. No, is Westbrook ain't making no. it work. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna too much blame this on LeBron, as most would. You, you, as anything, some. you would blame it on AD or Russ, Russell Westbrook. AD can't stay on the court healthy, and Westbrook he can't. Stay. And Westbrook is yeah. It's is now it's more of on LeBron on to warning all of these guys. You know, I don't blame make, him for wanting AD. I do. You know, honestly, hindsight. I blame him for wanting Westbrook. They should have chose DeRozan over freaking. Yeah. Hindsight, hindsight. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think anybody saw this coming from DeMar except for maybe the freaking Bulls who paid him all that money. Uh, DeMar's never been a floor spacer. He just – he never really has. And to be honest with you, to think that you could bring him in and him be a floor spacer, it's unprecedented. The guy's never been a three-point shooter, but all of a sudden this year he can kind of hit some threes. That's why I didn't think it would maybe work if he went to the Lakers. But, I mean, as you can see, he's making it work. Um, he is making it work for those Bulls because the Bulls yeah. look really – Bulls are actually one of the top teams in the East. They look legit. And they are, they are actually looking like really solid basketball. Yeah. Um, so is Cleveland. So is Cleveland. Cleveland too. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so uh, it's, it's, it's been interesting. I can't wait to see how uh, some of these things play out. Uh, this playing game is going to be really interesting. I will say yeah. this playing game is going to be uh, interesting because uh, you got some tough teams right there. It's going to be no joke. It's not going to be no joke um, yeah. because the Lakers could easily lose in the first round. Uh, the Clippers are right there as well. You know, the Clippers have beaten them uh, like three times already this season. Yeah, the Clippers are pretty decent, actually. Honestly, even yeah. without Kawhi and PG. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll, we'll start following NBA more. We can kind of talk more about it, honestly. I'm going to start being yeah. watch more games. And then we got March Madness. I'll be uh, making a pool for uh, for listeners to join. If you guys want to join in the TNT podcast pool, I'll be making that. I'll be on the Tournament Challenge ESPN app. I'll post some stuff about it in our um, on our social medias, uh, especially you know like Twitter and Facebook stuff like that. So if you guys want to join that, be on the lookout for it. Um, anything else, Torres? No, brother. That's that's about all, man. Uh, we've been sports world been going good. Can't wait for a lot of the MMA fights. Uh, yeah, UFC. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, big time UFC fights going on, man, and uh, it's gonna be epic. Uh, I like the May card. The April card is gonna be really good. Uh, you got Volkanovski and a Korean zombie. I don't know why. I'm so pissed that Hol- Holloway in that is a uh, alternate in that fight. So if Korean zombie pulls out, uh, he steps in uh, when he was the original guy from the beginning. <laughs> but Real. whatever. Um, Yon and Sterling, that's going to be a good one. Good one. And Osmond and Burns. So yeah. it's going to be a really, uh, that's going to be a solid card, man. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening in. You can keep on listening by you know, um, looking us up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, really any platform that offers podcasts. Um, you know, we appreciate all the support we got. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the TNT podcast over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. And like I said, if you want to give to the show, just click that link tree link in the uh, description and you can click support and, you know, hook your boys up. So, uh, we'll be, you know, coming back next week with some more heat, um, maybe some more stories from Torres. Um, hopefully we'll see if we can get him on again. We'll see all the time, how the schedule looks for him next week. Um, yeah. I'm sure hopefully. we'll make something work, dude. I, I got spring yeah. break, not, not this week, but the next week. So I'll be just doing apartment stuff and, um, you know, moving in and all that. And this then, the um, yeah. yeah. And then, um, I should be free to probably do some recording. So, um, just hook, okay. So, uh, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for listening in. And as always, we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.